What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? You know what you're tuning into? It's the Homos Talk Show right here on Burst TV. Minister your boy, 12 Weeks Music, week 113. And I just want to say, my single Harlem Salsa is out now. You can check it out and join the Harlem Salsa Challenge. But it's not just about me. We got Tim in the building. So talk to me. Who else we got in the building? What up, what up, everybody? It's your boy, Differently Capable, coming from Buffalo, New York. Boom, 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 mess up. No, boom, 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 boom. Hey. From, and come representing the, I'm from Harlem, I'm representing the Bronx today. But you know, anyway, uh, who else we got in the building to talk to me? Hey, everybody, it's Chrissy from Cleveland, Ohio. Chrissy, Chrissy, and she's a handy woman, too, y'all. She's going to tell you about that later, just so you know, if you ever need some stuff done in, your, in the area. And she also flies around if you need to. But anyway, we're going to talk about that later, Chrissy. My bad. Got caught up. And last but not least, of course, in the building, we have a special guest today, ladies and gentlemen. Who else we got hey, in the building? Talk to me. Hey, y'all. It's your favorite influencer, Daniel Gross. I'm here, and I'm currently in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, yes, please. That's right. Damien's in the building, y'all. We're super excited to have him here. So uh, without further ado, you know, let's get things moving. We always see things up right. 113 weeks, over two years doing this, you know, with the homo's tea. So Aaron, please, let's kick the first topic off. But I think I'm moderating, so let's do it. Week 113. This first topic is... It's called Hypothetically. And yes, this is Troy Week's music topic. And Aaron Mack loves his church. The pastor shared a beautiful story of a hetero married with children friend of hers who is a woke white man who is looking to now convert to living his truth as a woman. And her, her wife is supportive. Now, how would you suggest the family proceed? Hypothetically, how would you proceed if you personally were in that exact position? Hetero married with kids now looking to live truth in the opposite gender, same gender of your spouse. And hypothetically, how would you respond if one of your parents reveal that they finally want to live their truth in an opposite gender. Troy, take it away. All right now. Well, basically, if I was in a situation, how, how, how would I suggest they proceed? I think that they, uh, the Jenners have done it before. I mean, look at what they did with uh, Chris Jenner, uh, with um, Caitlin now being Caitlin. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like family's done it before. We've seen it. It's not nothing brand new. So it's not like impossible. So, I mean, if you don't know what to do, follow what she did. If I was personally in that situation where my spouse wanted to be from a woman to a man or man to a, a woman, uh, I'm a supportive kind of person. I believe that to live your best life and live your truth. Um, but guess believe, huh? you better make sure you still take care of your kids because um, you're still their parent. And that's all that matters is that they know, you know, it's going to be a transition for their mind too. So we got to, we got to prepare them for that change that's getting ready to happen. But just as long as your responsibilities don't change and you still know what you're supposed to be doing when, when it comes to the kids in the house and all that good stuff, then I'm cool with that. Now, if um, one of my parents wanted to come out and say, hey, I want to be, you know, switch over. I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm not saying I wouldn't be supportive, 
<laughs> but it would really throw me for a loop because if any one of my parents gives me that, like I feel like, you know, that would be like a complete shocker. Like what? But I would still be supportive, but I'll be hella shocked if one of my parents told me that. But if they did tell me that, I still would support them. I'm, I'm a supportive person at the end of the day. I want you to live your best life, like I said earlier, and live your truth. Whatever it is to you, live it. It don't cost you no money to be you, it's free, and you only get one life to live, okay? We're not a, we're not a cat, we don't got nine lives. And even they, even they don't in real life. So come on, live your best life and do what you need to do for yourself, because you only got one life. And um, so yeah, that is my uh, two cents on this topic. Uh, I know that we have a special way of moving along. Someone's supposed to be after me. Uh, if you know who you are, jump in there. Um, so my perspective of that is, uh, well, if it was my spouse, I'm too open-minded when it comes to these type of situations. As an LGBT advocate and activist, it does, it's, I'm supposed to accept because it's part of life. We're all different and we all come in all forms. And if you feel that your best life is to tell your truth and live it, then go ahead, live it. Who am I to judge you? Um, the only thing I say is that when it comes to family, and specifically if you have kids, um, uh, sometimes kids don't seem to understand it. Sometimes they do. And so your spouse sometimes will get to understand it. Sometimes they do. So that's when you find resources to help you and help your family to understand the process. Because it's a whole process, you know. A, when you come and transition to something else, it's you had you go through a whole mental process, and you're not the only one because everyone around you goes through that same process as you do. Right. So it's yeah, it's all about talking and get, getting that education, that help that you need to become who you really are. And if my parents decide to um, transition, um, well, hello. Uh, it doesn't matter if my mom wants to turn into a male, I can use her clothes. And if my dad decides to use, um, change into a female, I can wear his shoes. Uh, I mean, it, uh, it's a win-win. It, it's a win-win. I was going to say that. It's a win-win situation. I see it. Okay, now. Well, thank you so much for your opinion. Definitely appreciate that. Um, definitely appreciate that. And I think that uh, Christy's next, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that means, your, what would you tell the family? What would you do if your spouse did it? And what would you do if your mama and your daddy did it to you? That's a, I would say that's a tough, that's a tough uh, situation to have to deal with. Um, however, I'm I'm pretty open-minded and supportive, uh, and I don't I don't believe in divorce um, unless you know it's a, it's an abusive situation. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as long as I, I'm right with you, Troy. As long as they're still taking care of the children as long as it's still a partnership um you know that's something you know you're supposed to be best friends and until death do you part for better or for worse so if that's uh something that my spouse uh wanted to change of course there would be a significant amount of conversation prior to making that type of decision but if that's a decision they wanted to make i would fully support my spouse and uh, definitely would sit down with my children and say, hey, this is a, this is a change that, um, that we're all going, going to have to accept here um, because, you know, this is who I married. So, you know, as long as they're not putting their hands on me and, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do, 
Um, I I wouldn't. Um, I mean, if it and, and, and additionally, I'm, this might sound a little shallow, but if it affected our sex life, because that's kind of a high priority for me. Right. Um, right. Uh, no, talk about it. Uh, be a deal breaker as long as you know. I mean, if you if you change some parts, but you know, not the part that we we connect with on a sexual level in marriage. Um, that that probably would be um, something really hard for me to deal with. I wouldn't. I don't think I would be able to continue to be married. But um, um, you know, um, other than that, I would be completely supportive. Um, same with the same with a parent. You know, you can't just throw the whole parent away because throw they, away. Yeah, because they, they you don't want to live their <laughs> their truth right. You can't just throw a person away just because this is who they believe they are or feel you know, inside who they are, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta be supportive of that. Then, you know, it'd be kind of hypocritical of me to say that, well, you know, um, you know, you have to, you have to live by the standard or we can't be married, you know, um, you know, these are, but this is stuff that should have been discussed before marriage in the first place, you know, if, if it's something that just, you always take us there, come on, come on. Yeah, yes. uh, if it just so happens to pop up, you know, like I mean, honestly, as a as a heterosexual woman, I'm attracted to men. I I love men. I'm boy crazy. Aaron and I, <laughs> I love I love the boys. But um, <laughs> David's shaking his head. I see David shaking his head. Okay, we'll get to you in a minute. Then we're gonna see what that was about. But you know, this is something that has to be discussed beforehand. But if I'm if we're already married, I'm gonna be a hundred percent. 110 percent supportive. Yes, thank you for that. I mean, one, I will, I will say this. I thank you for bringing that perspective because there's an audience out there that we have who don't. None of us are really married in a sense, you know, that that have been here. So to have that perspective and understand from that point is really good. So thank you. Uh, I just got to say that because people need to hear that. And of course, you know, we got one more person in the building. I need to give their one two on this topic, sir, sir Damien. Of course. So tell me this: when it comes to the family, what would you say? When it comes to you, if you were in those shoes, what would you say? And your parents, what would you say? Well, I feel like yeah, I was like with myself, and he came to me and told me like I wanted to transition into a woman, but then I would have to simply break it off. Like I'm gonna be supportive, but that's what I'm not attracted to. So it's like I can't, you know, okay, be attracted now. to a man, then try to be attracted to a woman because that's not who I'm not strictly attracted to. Now, I can still be a friend. We can still. Go shopping, kiki, drink a little wine, do what we do. But other than you know, being married with you, doing anything sexual with you, no, because that's not what I'm attracted to. Um, as far as the parents, I would be most definitely supportive. I don't know; it would probably be weird to see my dad say, "Hey, I want to be a trans." And I'd be like, "Oh, okay, me, you want to do that? Let's do that." Like, I'll be supportive. <laughs> my mother said, "I want to be a trans parent," then I'll be supportive. Like, I don't really judge. I'll be the last person to judge. Less. Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you so much for that. Cool. Awesome. That was our first topic for Homo C. So uh Aaron's gonna be the next topic, and we gotta do another uh, commentator on that one. So uh Aaron, take it away. All right, and this is called Park Flexing, and this is gonna go to Chrissy. And it's coming from thenews.com.pk. Now, 
Beyonce's new swimwear clothing line, Flex Park, is receiving some negative feedback because Flex Park's focus is on plus-sized models. And some fans feel it's unfair to not also represent slim to average-sized models. Now, this made it ever more apparent to Aaron Mack that no matter how much good you do, no matter how much adulation, praise you receive for your work, some may still sincerely believe at their core that your work is subpar. Now, how does one determine the correct amount of attention to give such negative feedback? And how does one determine when to make changes? And if the vast majority of the community is positive on it, when should you take the one or two negative comments to heart? Okay, well, first of all, I, uh, I think that body shaming anybody is a, is a hater's mentality. It's totally negative. Um, uh, and, and advertisement, uh, I, and I really give kudos to Beyonce for, um, you know, putting a fuller figure woman in the spotlight because what, what's wrong with that? Nothing negative about it. Nothing at all. There's no reason for anyone to be shamed or um, have any type of negative reaction just because, um, you know, it, it doesn't depict whatever type of standard of beauty that um, entertainment has set for women or for fuller figured, you know, women with, with curves. You know, it that, that just sounds like a, a hater mentality to me, you know, and uh, I've always been uh, pretty athletic. My weight has fluctuated. I've had four children, so I've been up and down in weight. Um, I'm I'm very, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, health conscious. So I don't. As long as you're happy in your skin, that's all that matters, you know. And and anything that negative anyone has to say is just hating. They're hating, um, and it's negative. So um, I don't support that at all. Um, what's the second part of the question? How does one determine when to make changes if vast majority of the commentary is positive? How is how is one to make changes? Uh, yeah. How does one determine the to make changes majority? even if the the mass majority of the comments are positive? Like, you know, people don't usually make changes if things are positive. So, how might someone determine? When they make changes, even if it's positive results that they're getting. So with the when the with the campaign. Well, well, I mean, I'm pretty. I, I'm as long as as long as um it's constructive, I'm down for that. You know, I'm supportive of you know, um you know, saying hey, um, this will this will um help this pop more or whatever. As far as um your stance, if you're modeling that type of um, of, of line for athletic wear, you know, um, I don't think that it's just for pe people who are cut and fit, you know, like, 
it's not it's not a cookie cutter line is i think was the point um so you know it's made for women with curves because most clothing are european cut so you know we need to embrace the fact that this is a black woman who is like the biggest celebrity <laughs> the biggest celebrity in, okay. in her arena and she is doing the doggone thing the way that she does it and you know uh, uh criticism can only should should only be constructive you know um that's the only that's the only change that i would say if everything was a positive reaction you know if it was a positive reaction only you know um uh, otherwise anything negative is hating and that's just my opinion right gotcha okay cool damon talk to us my brother um i just like i love it because like nowadays you don't see a lot of people who are different body types mainstream so i think it's very good that we're getting plus size models that are coming out we're seeing different body types because people are so used to seeing instagram models so and honestly that's what it sells because let's be real like when you see a bad instagram model having on a dress that you like you're like oh yeah i want to buy that dress because she look good and you think it's going to look the same on you but when you buy it <laughs> so talk about it i think like let's let's be realistic because everybody don't look like that like it's all different body types skinny big lengthy slim you got a whole list so for the people who just hating or I wouldn't even necessarily say hate because you got to know somebody hates them. But um, mm. I probably mm. wouldn't change nothing. Honestly, if it's getting a positive feedback, what I'm gonna change it for? <laughs> Period. Okay. Period. Okay. Awesome. Cool. 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 Definitely okay. capable. Talk to us. So yeah. So um, first off, like you said, you need to know someone to hate someone and. The haters can keep flying because, in the end of the day, the haters are the ones who are feeding you. Yeah. Cardi B said it. Cardi B said it best, baby. The haters are the ones buying the product because they want to talk okay. about the product. Okay. So thank you for the coins. That's that's sec that's first, and then second, uh, if you have any problem with the plus size, then go to Chanel, go to uh, Versace, go to uh, Dior, and ask them for a plus size. And if they give you a plus size, you let me know, boo boo. Don't hey, because when it comes to the 80s and the 90s, the models had to be skinny to walk in the runway in the runway show. Look at Victoria's right. Secret. Has Victoria's Secret ever had a plus size model? No, thank you very much. So let it go, people. Do like Frozen and let it go because at the end of the day, plus size models, <laughs> plus size people still exist in this world. Uh, okay. What changes would you make if it was uh, positive? Next. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what changes positive changes? To no, positive? no, what changes? No, what There's changes no positive changes to do because of... no, say so what change? What change positive if... changes to make? No, no, no. If it was, or... if it was, no, with the line itself, right? If it was already having positive feedback, what changes could you make if it was already having positive feedback? That's the second question. Sorry. If it's already positive, no, would you make any changes at all? Out. Bring more colors. Keep going. Keep producing. Okay, no, go. not at all. Hey, bring more colors out. I want to see the whole rainbow out. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. That definitely seems like a, um, a dope answer. 
I mean, we already in Pride Month, so um, shout out to Pride Month. That'd be dope, right? And so I guess last one is okay. myself. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, if I had a fan, I go just like that. Um, last but not least, is myself. Um, when it comes to the topic, I just feel like there's a time and a place in history for everything. Like a lot of you have said already, back in the day, girls had to be pencil skirt thin and look a certain kind of way. And because big girls and thick girls and being proud of myself is in, y'all want to feel some type of way. Y'all can have several seats. This is a whole bunch of magazines, situations, opportunities y'all don't have, and doors y'all don't open. Now it's time for a change. We need to see every all types of people. And like um, Sir DC, Jim the Temple said, Chanel and all these top brands, they don't have the big girl sizes. So uh, if Beyonce wants to put a big girl size out there to make big women feel comfortable wearing some nice shit, because Beyonce can wear it too, I can wear the same shit Beyonce got on. Don't hate. Y'all mad because you thought about it first. Go back to the drum board, figure it out, boo. She already figured it out. I'll try something different. Um, y'all just mad. It's fine. Um, cause well, if you ain't got haters, you know what I'm saying, that, that that are talking about you, then you know you ain't doing something right. You need people that you need people mad about what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, they mad about what you're doing, I mean you're doing something right, okay? Take a picture, how you doing, write it down, whatever you need to do, because I'm doing it and that's living my life. Some people mad just because you got confidence and they don't. Like, you know, that's one of the biggest killers. You got confidence no matter who you are in this world, no matter what you're living mm -hmm. with in your life. In your life, people still want to hate on you. Okay. Hi, haters. Hi. That's what he said in the Harlem. They had a song like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Bye. Hello. It's a whole bunch of songs. I'm telling you, let them keep going. Um, okay. And when it comes to the uh, positive commentary, if it started doing positive, I agree with you guys. Keep it rolling. Keep doing new things. Keep, keep innovating even better. Um, and yeah, that's my tweets on that. So uh, that's our second topic of the day. When it comes to our homeless, that has been our homeless two topics for the day. If you guys are uh, already tuned in, please make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. Like me, because I'm over here making sure I look good on Facebook. I'm going to share it on Facebook. I'm watching myself on the camera, you know, to make sure that, you know, it's getting my good side. You know, you got to share it. So I'll share and make sure it's good. So I'm not going to tell you something <laughs> I wouldn't do myself. Make sure okay. you like, comment, subscribe, and share. Right. Even myself, I share too, okay? Um, you know, that's how you stay in contact with us. Boom. Um, okay. We're getting ready to go into our, our main topic and uh, our main topics, per se. So Aaron's going to read uh, the main topic. And if you guys are following us on live, you guys got to go to our YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube to be able to, you know, see what we're talking about. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And now, uh, Aaron, take it away. All right. Now, this is Differently Capable's topic. It's called The Homo's Modern. And you'll have to see the full topic discussed on YouTube outside of the live. Now, an attractive dude hit Aaron Mack up on a dating app and in his first message asked for the phone number. Now, he is attractive and Aaron Mack might ultimately want to give him the number, but felt moving too quickly, felt that moving was just too quick. So in fellow 1983 baby Aziz Ansari's book, Modern Romance, he explained that in online dating, people spend too much time online. And Aziz Ansari and the co-author said that you should have about seven message exchanges 
and then start working on a first date at a public place. Now, do we think that people in 2021 are just moving even faster? Or when someone moves that fast, might it be a scam? And the guy might have been catfished, yeah. But how might a simple phone number exchange lead to an unavoidable serious scam? And I'm gonna turn off the live. Aaron Mack really wants to know. And this is Differently right. Capable's topic. And you're now tuning into what? The Homos Talk Show on Verse TV. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Trobix Music. Mr. Differently Capable. Hey, Chrissy. I hail from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, y'all. It's your favorite influencer, Daniel Gross. Right here on Verse TV. Week 113. Right here on Verse TV. Week 113.